This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 7, Fifty Shades of Purple. 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 <laughs> yes. That's a very important distinction. Yes. Uh, for copyright issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again for joining us on another fine Tuesday or whenever you end up listening to this episode. I like to believe it's Tuesday. Yeah. Though most people actually, according to our statistics, listen on Thursday. Yeah. Um, one quick announcement. It's a little announcement before we, we start, really. Um, a little bit ago, about like a week ago, we uploaded uh, some rules to uh, the in-game version of Three Dragon Ante that Addie made. That's true. I did make them. And you can check those out on uh, our website, EssentialNPCs.com. Uh, just go to the gallery. You can actually download it from there. Um, and then, you know, you can try it out in your home games or, you know, it's, it's just a fun little game to play as your characters when like your DM's looking up a rule or something. Mm-hmm. I've had some fun playing it so far. My personal recommendation is to play at least three rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best two out of three. Uh, so like if you play a couple of rounds then you start to get into it and then you're like, oh, the DM's starting the game again. No. Yeah. <laughs> And I suppose while I'm plugging our website, I might as well say uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Essential NPCs on Twitter and Instagram and just Facebook.com slash Essential NPCs for our Facebook page. Yep. Send us fan mail. Send us fan mail. Send us fan art. Send us critiques, loving words, whatever you want. Oh, speaking of which... um, we do have something else to sort of cover, and that is we have an error. We oh. have a correction. Well, I figured I figured we'd get into that with Words with the DM, so maybe this is the perfect segue to go into Words with the DM. Hi! Words with the DM! Uh, let's start it off with a correction. Woohoo! Um, in the previous episode, uh, episode six, Darren Smiles, there was definitely an error. I mean, I'm sure we've made a few other smaller errors th- here and there, and usually we just kind of like work past them. Uh, but there is one that was actually a little bit of a bigger one and affected combat in a way, um, a little bit, uh, which was, uh, I misspoke when I said how sleep worked. When Oberon cast sleep, I chose which creature to affect first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not how sleep works. No, it isn't. How sleep works is when it's cast, the player rolls as many dice as uh, correspond to the level of the spell. Then that is uh, added up, and that's as many hit points as they can affect. Um, and I got that part right. Yep. And then from there, it affects the creature with the lowest hit points first and goes in ascending order. Um, That's so you can affect as many creatures as possible rather than just having one big griffin. Griffin. It was a griffin. (laughs) I mean, the big griffin that didn't fall asleep because it was... Because it soaked up all the damage. Yeah. Um, That was was my error. And uh, you, you... Made the mistake of thinking I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I do catch quite a few of those, but um, unfortunately, just that time it was like, especially if you're using a spell for the first time and I haven't 
we're in the middle of initiative and I right. haven't checked the rules and you seem really sure, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because uh, you have the spell and or card right in front of you. Because otherwise... You get one warning. Yeah. Yeah. And then crazy wild magic shit starts to happen. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're on the airship, <laughs> you cast sleep and try to affect the wrong things and then lightning hits the airship. <laughs> no. Uh, the spell actually backfires and makes you fall asleep. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. I would never... I would never penalize the other characters for you making a repeated mistake that I've definitely corrected before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice little little correction there. Um, but let's talk more about uh, Darren Smiles. Uh, that was a really fun episode. Yeah, you guys were like actually out of game, really excited for it. Yeah. I didn't realize how excited you guys were. <laughs> we like airships a lot. Apparently. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, and I think it just made us made us all like have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I thought it was really funny that of all the people who, uh, of all the characters who were going on the airship, Kreflin was the least excited, or at least most apprehensive. Right. And I think that he had the best time out of yeah, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. He had the best uh, best ship or best uh, best trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I think made the airship so much fun was the characters you put on it. Like that that crew felt like. A really well round, like well established crew. Like those characters all felt like hilarious and real, and like I could envision all of them. Like you did a really good job, like creating this this like family that lived on this this ship. I mean, they're not a family, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. Um. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it was surprisingly easy to do that, especially because um, usually they have to interact with one one another and. It's funny because none of them actually interacted with any of the others. Yeah. I didn't do a single double voice interaction the entire time. Yeah, yeah. But somehow. There, there was a little bit with, with Welby and, and Angus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just a little bit. Yeah. But mostly it was just Angus grunting at Welby. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I mean, all right. So, so with that, I do have to, let's just uh, skip ahead to favorite parts of okay, the episode. Okay, sure. Uh, because my favorite part of the episode Welby. <laughs> he was too cute. That It was like every time he spoke, it was just too much adorableness. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. You did, Again, you did a really great job like painting these characters in my head with like not like too much like physical description, mostly just the way you played them. Like definitely created the character like instantly in my head. <laughs> um, like you described that like Cade was in a suit and you described that like uh, Andre looked piratical kind of fierce fierce yes and and with that like you gave us like a little bit of descriptor and then you just played them so well that like i i never had problems envisioning them uh and it made like the whole like mental image of the airship like really complete because i had all these characters inhabiting this airship with us that i could definitely see i really liked it it was really fun well, I'm glad. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> well, how about as a DM, uh, what was your favorite moment of this episode? Well, actually, it it, it uh, was Kreflin's interaction with Welby, uh, where uh, <laughs> Welby's like, can we hold hands? <laughs> <laughs> and Kreflin was like, I hold out my pinky. And I was just like, heart melt. <laughs> um and apparently, Kreflin's really good with kids. Apparently. At least this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welby loved him. And oh my God, the moment when they were both like working on the fire and Welby like takes off his jacket and he's wearing like little wife Peter too. 
It was too cute. Yeah, uh, that was that was you guys actually. That yeah. was, uh, who was, that that? was like Sean. Sean was like, he's wearing a little life beater, and I was like, Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Oh, uh, Welby. But my favorite character actually wasn't Welby. Oh. No, my favorite character is Andre. Andre? Yeah. She was pretty awesome. She was really awesome. I love the idea of this like free spirited, highly competent woman helming her own ship. And for whatever reason, she had to like acquiesce to take uh, to take on like passengers or whatever. Right. And so like she's doing the safety announcement and she's just like, thank you so much. <laughs> like, like totally monotone and whatever. Yeah. Um, and she actually is like very spirited and um, yeah. That, like I said, there's a lot of great characters. I loved everyone on this ship. I almost like want to have like a, a side like story like, side, like <laughs> play like a home game or something that revolves around this ship with these characters the valiant yeah it was a really fun episode i liked it um when you guys were shown to your quarters with to your room i totally thought that you guys were gonna fight over which who got the bunks <laughs> <laughs> it never even occurred to me that you guys were gonna be like hammocks ah! <laughs> it's like what <laughs> Oh, you get to sleep in bunks all the time. You go to an inn, there's beds, there's bunks, it's whatever. Hammocks, though, that's exotic. <laughs> it just surprised. I mean, you guys always find a way to just yeah. surprise me. And even the smallest of things, you're like, oh, of course the players are going to like fight over this. And instead, we go the other way. <laughs> Your players will never do what you anticipate. Yeah, pro tip. <laughs> it, my pro tips are just... One. There's just one pro tip. Yeah. And it just happens every episode. Every episode. The players don't do what you expect. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on and start up the next episode. So enjoy listening to Series 1, Episode 7, Fifty Shades of Purple. Enjoy. Well met. My name is Oberon Delgado, a Termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybason. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina, and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the bardic way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. Ah. 
I'm called Crethlin Partintil, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin, and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmaker's guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me, I had to travel with the civilians. Well, I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thun are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travels, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with my own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. I go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Bankard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. And when Barley was killed, just because he was annoying, never felt so hopeless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect. That I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone. If you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy that Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning.
Welcome back. The last time that we left our adventures, they had just disembarked from an airship uh, that was headed from Baldur's Gate to Waterdeep. Um, On their way, they had been uh, attacked, or the ship had been attacked by a number of bandits who, as it turned out, uh, were seeking the party for unknown, though assumed, reasons. Uh, They met a very cute little halfling named Welby, who made good friends with our mountain dwarf in residence. And uh, they continued to look for Anna Ravenhelm, who, uh, as it appears, has disappeared from uh, any known whereabouts. So you get off the ship and walk down the spire. You've been reimbursed 30 gold for your help uh, during the attack and your good relationship with the captain. Um, And now you are in uh, Waterdeep Harbor. What would you like to do now? Well, um, being a criminal such as I am, Wait, what? You're a criminal? (laughs) I would like to make contact with uh, a friend of mine in Waterdeep. I have a tiefling friend. Uh, She is named uh, Lacrima. Uh, At least that's the name. That's her alias. That's what she goes by. I call her Lacey. (laughs) Uh, But I'd like to see if I can find her in the criminal underground. See if she see what she knows. Tiefling, you say? Tiefling, I say. Do you share the fact that she's a tiefling? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, we're gonna, I'm gonna go meet my friend. Okay. Um, so you know that she hangs out uh, not too far from the harbor area. Uh, so you head there. Um, she is, in fact, sitting right where you anticipated pretty much the last place that the last time that you saw her uh, <laughs> it's like she never moves <laughs> uh, as you walk up to her um, before she even turns around um, hello it has been a long time Darren Traug Lacey how's business I say in thieves can't <laughs> she replies in thieves can't <laughs> are we with you or did you uh, I don't know are things? you you guys I would, I would come along you guys can come with me yeah uh, I guess I didn't murder that one tiefling bartender, so I should be okay. <laughs> tieflings, tieflings us have, like, infernal blood. That doesn't make them evil. I guess, I guess that's true. You guys say in the background as I exchange <laughs> secret handshakes yeah, with my criminal I don't criminal know what the hell contact. they're saying, anyways. Uh, <laughs> business is very good, as usual. Is there something that brings you to my neighborhood? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking for a Thieves Guild member from... Uh, uh, Baldur's Gate, by the name of Enna Ravenhelm. Seems like she might be in over her head, maybe on the lamb right now. Uh, uh, have you seen anything, heard any news, any word on a dark-haired half-elf? Uh, lots of daggers? Dagger suit? Oh, you better believe dagger suit. <laughs> it is It is something to behold, is it Yeah, not? it's a little gauche, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, you! I know that you wish you had male version. <laughs> Darren shifts uncomfortably. (laughs) It's not true. You cannot lie to me, Wolfman. Uh, Yes, I have heard she has made quite a stir up in Neverwinter, but has since 
disappeared. No one has seemed to be able to find her, and you are not the only ones looking. I see. Any word on who else is uh, putting uh, tendrils out there? No. Unfortunately, as you know, discretion is the words of my business. That's fine. Well, we can't put an ID on them either. Well, thanks for your help, Lacey. I hope business is uh, going well and continues to do so. I will let you know. Is there a way for me to contact you? Uh, I assume so. It says in the player's handbook that <laughs> we know how to contact each other over long distances. I shall use usual methods. Yes. Go ahead and use the usual shadowy methods. Do you know where you are heading from here? Uh, we'll probably be heading north to Neverwinter if that's where she was last seen. Maybe we'll keep an eye out along the way, see if we uh, catch any glimpses of anything interesting. I would like to hear what happens. Sure, I'll, send, I'll keep you posted. That would be great help. It is not comfortable to not know all the players on the board, and you do not like it when I am unhappy. Of course not, Lacey. I will keep your board full of pawns. Thank you so much. You know how to keep me so happy. <laughs> I will see you soon, Darren Traug. All right, we're going to do the European, like, two-cheek kiss thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, probably exchange some kind of token. Uh, and uh, the, I guess the, the um, criminal equivalent of a business card. <laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't watch you go. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't So, and it never made it to Waterdeep. Uh, perhaps not. So she might be somewhere in between, which means the road north is probably going to be our best bet. Okay. How long of a travel is it between here and, uh, uh Neverwinter? Uh, On horseback or foot or buggy? B- buggy? <laughs> uh, you know, pick up, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll settle for a golf cart. Roller skates? Oh, yeah, Crothlin, how, how did you like your first, uh, your first... Trip on an airship. It grew on me, I suppose. Yeah, I imagine you had a pretty good time. Not terrible. You barely Must slept swing in your quarters. Off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? You not sleeping in your quarters? Why would I? Why would I want to sleep with you lot? <laughs> I noticed Welby to, uh, take quite a shine to you. I didn't know you had a soft side. Ah, he's a wee lad. He needs to grow up strong. I hope he does. You will. So, Especially though, where were you sleeping? Craftland <laughs> <laughs> just walks away. Uh, so, uh, doing the math in your head after looking at that map, yeah, yeah, um, you figure out it's about a fifteen-day walk or a nine-day horseback ride, or you could charter or buy a wagon or uh, use a boat. Hmm. I say we go for the horses. Yeah, horses sound nice. And I, yeah, I don't even have to pay for mine. You just give me a couple hours to uh, figure out how to do it. I can summon my own steed. Oh, shit. You have that spell? Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe we can get some others out of the uh, adventuring account. Yeah, yeah. Surely uh, horses can't be uh, uh, too expensive. I've, I've never owned a horse. Nor I. Oh, I spend I on a hundred years now since my last horse. It's a long time. Broke it myself. 
You're not really that old. not that long. <laughs> <laughs> You're both really old. <laughs> uh, yeah, so marketplace horse. Horse, the old horse shop. The old horse shop. <laughs> <laughs> horses are us. <laughs> Just shelves of horses. <laughs> uh, so you head to the uh, Waterdeep Eastgate stables, um, where there are pastures inside the walls of the city, but outside the uh, the the main sort of uh, market area. Um, um, you see a, a number of, of uh, people taking in and uh, buying and purchasing, examining horses, um, barding, and basically anything having to do with pretty much any travel animal, uh, they have it there. I had almost forgotten the smell. Uh, so a horse each, or...? or nope, I should not think for so. Not for Bancard. We, we understand you have your... your Cuthbertine ways. Three horses, yeah. preferably already well trained. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I see a, a worker of sorts I can hail? Yep. Kreflin just starts wandering around inspecting horses. He's happened upon herds of horses before. He would mostly just be looking for like the sturdiest one. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, you got to get yourself a pony. We <laughs> <laughs> can reach the stirrup. Well, he's got to be fast, and I'm not that short. He's only, you're only five, five inches longer, uh, shorter than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm five foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you walk up and you see uh, one of the um, stalls, not horse stalls, but like um, purchasing merchant stalls lined up uh, there. And uh, there's uh, two, um, what looks like, some sort of relation, brother, sister, cousin, father, daughter, you're not sure, um, mm. behind the uh, counter there. Hello. Uh, well met. Hi. Uh, w- uh, what can I do you for, uh, he says. My friends and I were uh, looking for a few horses, uh, uh, three to be more specific. Sure. Uh, what are you using them for? For the time being, a short travel. Uh, we're on our way to Neverwinter. Well, <laughs> that's hardly short travel, is it? <laughs> So, uh... Something with a little bit of stamina, then. Sure. Well, we've got uh, pretty much every kind of horse that you could want, including a pony, if you need it, Uh, if you've got any halflings or even gnomes with you. uh, We we have, uh, for all shapes and sizes. Okay. Um, what what, uh, what would a a healthy steed uh, uh, run us? Sure. Well, we've got, uh... Uh, a few geldings that uh, we can offer for you uh, if you're looking for more uh, rougher course. If you're looking for something maybe to uh, go into battle with, he looks at you. My wooden sword. <laughs> with your wooden sword. Uh, we've also got some uh, trained war horses if you like. Uh, the barding isn't included, so you're going to need to pay for that separate. Uh, we also have uh, riding dogs and donkeys uh, if you need it. Um, pretty much anything you like. Uh, so, uh, Let's, uh, tell me what you need, and I'll set you up how with it. How much uh, does uh, does just a normal riding horse compare to a, a a war horse? We want something well trained. My my girl Raywin, she does all the uh, she does all the training. She's a she's a champ. Excellent. <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, what what are the what are the price differences? Well, a uh, light horse is gonna be able to walk you for the day, uh, but it's gonna need a full rest at night. Uh, anything over about 200, 250 pounds, and you're going to need a, 
and and you're going to need a, a, a heavier horse, a, you know, a larger breed. Um, if you're looking for the war horse, uh, they're they're much more expensive because they're they're taught not to be uh, afraid, startled, yes, uh, and also will charge and trample, whereas the other ones won't. Okay, uh, how much does a war horse cost? Uh, for you, uh, as someone your size, uh, it'll be about 150 gold pieces. Uh, and how much for uh, a gelding? Is that what you were referring to when you said light horse? Uh, a gelding is 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 a male horse that's been uh, removed of his ability to procreate. Well, that's a shame. Snap, snap. <laughs> yeah, but we can get you a, a gelding, and that's about 75 gold pieces. Let me uh, go ahead and look at your stock for a little bit. I'll, I'll come and speak to you in a moment. Sure. Take all the time you need. And I uh, go walking up to Kreflin as he's sitting there inspecting horses. Maybe we can get a deal if we buy in bulk. Uh, how much do we have in our in our funds? 480 gold. That would uh, that would pretty much uh, bankrupt us then. <laughs> I just kind of like look over one of the horse's rumps and uh, kind of go, uh, do, you, do you sell wagons? How much for a wagon? Uh, we do for the regular uh, cart. Uh, you're going to get a, it'll be two ponies and uh, then the cart and the cart will be oh, around uh, 100 gold pieces. Uh, but that's without any of the spare parts. So if it breaks, you're you're just gonna be walking. Um, and and when you say a cart, uh, can that tra- uh, transport uh, four people or? Well, you get uh, two in the front over the wheels, and then two in the back. Yeah, why not? I mean, you're not carrying a whole lot of stuff, are you? Are you transporting goods? No, no, just ourselves. Would we be? Uh, do you think the road to Neverwinter would uh, pose any trouble for a cart? Well, I mean, you got to get through the mountains, exactly. and it's winter, so I mean, a cart's gonna be a slower going than just on a horse by itself. Uh, but uh, the the high road's pretty well maintained as long as you uh, and uh, most of you look like you can take care of yourselves. So um, uh, I think that, that you, you don't have to be too afraid of the bandits. You know what, gentlemen, I'm thinking we either get get ourselves a, a wagon, um, as it is uh, cheaper and can transport all of us, or perhaps stick to simply two horses and uh, one of them uh, we share. I'm not sharing a horse. I'll share a horse with whoever. I'll oh, share no yours. I'll share that horse with anybody you come across, lad. I'll, uh, I'll bite the arrowhead here. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll share a horse with you, Oberon. I can teach you Elvish. Oh, that would be wonderful. Two war horses, one war horse and one gelding. I was thinking two geldings. Just two geldings for yeah. the cheapest possible option. Yeah, we're just trying to get there. Sure. Two people, you're going to need a heavier horse. Ah, right? two people on a war horse then. But a war horse costs 100 75 for a gelding, 200 for a heavy horse, like, you know, the Budweiser draft horses. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 gold for a pony. The light war horse, because it comes with the barding, uh, is, uh, and the training is 150, and then uh, the heavy war horse is going to be 400. Maybe we should just buy three geldings, gentlemen. All right. Sounds so good to me. 75 each. At least we don't have to buy a fourth. Hmm. Your treasurer approves. <laughs> uh, pick out three, uh, three geldings you like, uh, Krethlin. All right. I'll trust your judgment with the horses. 
can I just like pick three out? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Uh, I find like a big iron gray muscular looking one for me. Uh, and I get like a nice prancy white and brown spotted one for uh, Darren. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and I get like this skinny shrimpy brown one for Oberon. <laughs> yes, these are these are three fine horses. I think they match our personalities quite well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I quite agree, but uh, Darren mine, makes no sound. Mine, <laughs> mine looks very nice. <laughs> I go to pet him. Everyone roll animal handling. <laughs> Just to see how... How much does my horse like me? <laughs> there it is. Four. Woo! <laughs> yes! Uh, I rolled an eight. Okay. Nineteen. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Crethlins takes to him m- immediately. Uh, basically gives him a hug with his <laughs> neck before he even, like, yeah. Uh, oh, I speak my language. Ah, <laughs> Um, the, uh, Darren's is, uh, looks at him dubiously, uh, but is well-trained enough to, uh, to, uh, just accept his rider. Yeah, it (laughs) it likes me less than the one I stole. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... I'm, I'm going to pet mine. It sort of, like, uh, does the whole, like, lip thing on your, uh, on your hand, and, uh, then... (laughs) And just, uh... Sort of like butt checks you a little. Uh, oh, oh he's, a, he's a little feisty. <laughs> but but then like checks your back pocket for any carrots. Hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll take these three. Uh, do they have names, or uh, or do we get to name them? <laughs> I've never heard someone so excited to name a horse. Uh, that's that's the player, not the character. <laughs> <laughs> um, like when you adopt a, a dog from the pound, it has a name, but you can rename it. What's uh, mine's name? Storm. Storm. I'm gonna keep that. Mm-hmm. What's mine's name? Cisco. Cisco. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that name too. I'm going with that. All right, go ahead. Let's find out what the horse's name is. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> Good. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, uh, Rochal. It is. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Rochal. Elvish. Rochal. Yeah. Oh, is it Elvish or Marshall? Uh, no. It's. <laughs> it's. Uh, it means uh, hidden. Ah. You're gonna hide with that nice. Pale white and black, white and brown horse, are you? Yeah, well, uh. Hiding in plain sight. I hide in the dark, it hides in the light, I guess. <laughs> uh, these three. Oh, like that same uh, episode. All right. <laughs> uh, did you want, um, uh, yeah, the see. saddles or packs or anything? Saddles would be nice, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, uh, so, three of our, uh, highest quality geldings. He, he looks at a <laughs> my scrawny one. Cisco. He's got heart. <laughs> He's got a lot of pluck. Uh, and uh, and uh, three saddles. Any saddlebags or anything? We uh, we can travel with our goods strapped on us. I think so. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so your total comes to magical abacus. <laughs> click click click. Uh, Two hundred and fifty-five gold, please. Oh. 255, well... You gotta spend money to make money. You know, I don't think that's actually ever proven. I think that's <laughs> just a capitalist lay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, half of our of our funds. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we need, the, we need the transit. And you know what? I think Cisco and I are gonna get along really well. And I go to... Is there a carrot? Like, is there any snack I can snag to give him? Uh, Cisco loves apples. Oh, uh, Cisco loves apples. Yeah, uh, Raywin can't even get 
anywhere near him if she's uh, bringing the apples over to the other horses because he'll just take them all. Excellent. Um, is there uh, a market nearby where I might be able to... I mean, we sell carrots and apples and horse feed here. Uh, you're heading up north, so there's plenty of grass between here and, and Neverwinter uh, for them to graze. But if you want to give them some treats, we can definitely supply you with that. I, I would like a, a, a good amount of apples. Okay, uh, so we'll get you a basket. That's five silver. Cool. I'll pay that out of my own pocket, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. <laughs> you guys don't have any books on... Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Get out. All right. Books, no more, how dare you? No no more time to waste, I guess. Let's hit the road. Yeah. Uh, what time of day is it? Uh, probably mid to late afternoon. Okay. Um, so we could head out now. That probably seems preferable. Uh, we'll be traveling at night for a portion of that. Um but we could get a head start, or we could wait until uh, first light to um, hit the road. Well, I would say wasting no more time here. Earlier's yeah. better. Let's, uh, let's all head out. Would I have planned to travel as we were landing and perhaps had time to prepare a spell? I mean, we can give you the time. We can go. Spell. Yeah, um, I'll say that you Or I could probably did. just ride on someone else's horse until... It'll exhaust the horse. Yeah, don't don't touch my horse. <laughs> did I mean? Is it a spell that you actually prepared, or is it a spell that you? No, it, did no, you prepare I, your spells prepare for the evening? From the time we landed. Well, yeah, because you get new spells every morning, basically. So, like, you can keep them the same, or oh. you can trade them out. So, every time after a long rest, you should prepare your spells for the day, and they don't have to change, oh, but yeah, that's when you that. can change them. So we okay. can say that this morning you thought it was likely that you would be needing the, a steed, so uh, you can, you could have prepared that spell. Yay! Someday all it will right, stop being nice, and then you will all die. Yay! <laughs> so so uh, it takes you ten minutes to um, focus on, on the kind of animal that you'd like to uh, appear as. Um, a warhorse, perhaps? Very okay. Cuthbertine warhorse. An unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal warhorse, and create a long-lasting bond with it. Um, and it it, it uh, gains the ability to understand one language of your choice. Common. <laughs> really not draconic. <laughs> that is that is one majestic horse band card. What's its name? I don't know. What is your name, good sir? Good steed. Can it speak? You can communicate with horses. it telepathically if your steed is in within one mile of you. I'm sitting on it. <laughs> so what is your name, Noble Steed? It responds to you in your head. My name is Tall Oaks Calaruso, unless you want to name me yourself, Master. Master? Oh. I'm not your master. I'm your friend. Yes, Master. <laughs> uh, I like Tall Oaks. We'll just call you Oaks for short. Oaksy. Oh, Oaksy. That I find acceptable. Master. Uh, so, Bankard, I asked you a question. You're just staring at this horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm like all cross-eyed and I shake my head. Oh, name's Tall Oaks. Oaks. Huh. Not Oats. Oaky. Yeah. Cool. Hey. Let's hit the road. Okay. <laughs> uh, before they leave, Kreflin sends a message to somewhere. Okay. What? How? It's like, all right, hold on. I'll be right back. Oh, Okay. We'll wait here for clop you. Clop you clop find clop a clop. messenger or whatever, yep. and yeah, okay, cool. All right, so you guys 
are all ready. You've finished your business in Waterdeep, and you head out onto the open road north of the city. Clippity-clop. Yep. It feels good to be out on the road again. Uh, it's been a while since I left the city. Indeed. Guys, Cisco likes my ocarina. All right. Stormy fucking So you guys it. travel until it's too dark to see for the humans, um, and then you set up camp? Yep, yeah. off the road. Okay, roll perception, please. 19, 19 for Kraythlin. 22 for Oberon. And 12 from Daren. He's 16. too busy admiring his horse. All right, carry on. Wait, now I'm scared. All right, so we set up camp. Um, does anyone want to stand watch or? Uh, yes, I'll, I will take first watch since I only need a, uh, four hours of rest. Wake me up for a second, I suppose. All right. Just so you guys all know, uh, long rest, you need to spend, except for elves, need to spend six hours of it actually resting. Um, and two hours can be light activity like reading or writing letters or just, you know, restful mm -hmm. stuff. It doesn't actually have to be sleep. You have to get six hours of sleep and then two hours of could be sleep or could be something else. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to set up watches, it should probably be in two hour stints. Well, I can do I can do a four hour stretch and then wake up Kretlin for two hours and then someone else can take two. Yeah, hours. Yeah, I'll take I'll take two hours after be, Kretlin, and that'll be eight in total. Okay. Yep. And Bancard, you just get to rest. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Night passes without event. Yep. Cool. And uh, you get up in the morning. I make you know whatever beans or whatever we can make for the road, and uh, and uh, you head off. Let's keep going. Cool. Clop clop clop. You just see me. You just see me kind of blank out for a few minutes, and then I snap too and start laughing. <laughs> oh, you, you tell the best jokes. Something, something has gone wrong with Bancard. I, I don't know. Can can spells backfire? <laughs> I, in my experience, yes, yes, they can. Did, did he like summon a horse's brain in his own head? Or? I'm not sure. It's a little, I'll, I'll read about it. I'll see if I can find anything out. He's got horse madness, well documented, because <laughs> he's in the Thrin clan. All right, uh, back on the road. Uh, so you guys uh, head out. Uh, you travel for eight hours, leaving sort of the uh, grassy area behind. Uh, you make a good time. Not, uh, It's not on a forced march or anything, and uh, uh, one day passes. Cool. Mm. Uh, you set I'll up be, for the evening? I'll be, like, keeping my eye out along the way for, like, perhaps any, like, locations I... Like, if, if I know about any, like, safe houses or any place that, like, someone in the Thieves' Guild might conceivably hide, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be basically on the lookout from those for those. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's not really anything. This is a pretty well-traveled road. Mm -hmm. uh, you haven't crossed anybody coming south yet, but that doesn't mean that you won't. Uh, but you haven't come across any towns yet. So um, there hasn't really been anything, uh, any place to hide or necessarily anything to really hide from. Right, and I'm, uh, you know, uh, while we're going, I'm riding next to Daren and, and having him slowly teach me Elvish. Sure. And here are the 12 conjugations of the word to be. And keep in mind, this is only present tense. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to take a while. Right. I will assist, but I'm not very good at teaching Elvish. <laughs> the rest of the day you set up camp, you forage for, you know, supplemental food. Nothing extraordinary happens, uh, and night falls. 
who wants to take the full rest uh, this time around? I'll, I'm up for another two hours. I'll go. Kreth, I want to think maybe, unless, uh, Dayron, it pretty much always take, makes sense. I'll yeah. always take but a four-hour watch. Uh, yeah. I don't have much else to do. Can't argue with more sleep. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, during during like my four hours, I suppose I'll be training with my quarterstaff. Okay. Practicing my moves. <laughs> you know, spending some quality time with my stick. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> like trying to spin it and it keeps dropping. Yeah, up. like I'm really glad everyone else is asleep so they can't see me <laughs> fucking up. Okay, roll perception. Just Darren? Yeah. Because the rest of us Ooh, 15. Okay. Who's... I'll go next. Uh, okay, roll perception for me. Okay. Um, that's a 24. Okay. And, uh, bank card, roll, uh, perception for me, for your watch. 11. Uh, the night passes without incident. You guys, uh, pack up, have your Oberon mm-hmm. breakfast, uh, and, uh, set out on your way. Hey, uh, Darren, that, that dagger that Bryn left you, have you had a chance to inspect it yet? You know... I actually haven't taken a close look at it. I don't know why not. Maybe I just don't want to think about it. But if you if you don't mind, I I I'd love to check it out. Sure. Uh, so I'll, I'll unbelt my dagger and hand it to Oberon. Okay. And I look through it, or look through it. It was jeweled. You said there was a jewel on it. Uh, yep. Any other like stones? <laughs> You're pretty uh, cunning with stones, uh, as I recall. No, it's it's uh, just gems. It's oh. got a f- uh, silver filigree on it. Uh, it's a double-edged dagger. Okay. Are you Subtle. casting yeah. identify? Yeah, but basically for ten minutes on on the road, I'm just kind of sitting there looking over the dagger, casting identify. Um, so you learn that it uh, requires two days of attunement. It is a modified wand, and that the silver core is actually. Um, a wand of uh, basically it's it sends out a, a witch bolt and it has two charges. But uh, two charges and and uh, how do charges work? Is it like it's just done after that or it needs to uh, recharge? It it loses its magical properties if the charge ever gets down to uh, zero. You uh, roll a d four mm-hmm. um, uh, and a three or a four, it's totally recharged, and on a two or a one, it gets. Or no, on a two, it gets one charge, and on a one, it uh, loses all its magical ability. Okay. So basically, the charges are equal to the number of uh, spell levels. Okay. So uh, Witch Bolt at level at its lowest level casting, uh, that would be one charge, and then one level above it, that would be a second charge. Uh, that would be both charges. Okay. You can use two level ones or one level two for purposes of explaining. Mm-hmm. Uh if it ever gets to zero charges left, you have to roll a d4, depending on what range it lands on. Uh, it either loses all of its magical ability, disintegrates entirely, or fully recharges. Okay, so it it, only it doesn't recharge, like, naturally? N- no. Only once you've expended okay. the charges. Okay. Um, and how does attunement work? Do you have to be magically enabled to attune it yourself no. to? Okay. Um, in that case, yeah. I'm going to explain uh, all of that to Darren. Um, wow. And, and say that that is... That is a very interesting item you've been given. What what a gift. I don't know where Bryn got his hands on this. It's I mean it was lovely to to begin with, but now <laughs> apparently it's also very powerful. 
It's also just, you can also just use it as a regular dagger as well. Oh, that right. doesn't expend a charge. It does. It's so. also sharp. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's also good. Yeah. How do, how do you attune? Do you just, it, you just have to thing? love it and care. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, sleep Sorry. with it under your pillow and, uh, and, you know, just kind of pay mind to it and it will kind of form its powers uh, to be used by you. Huh. I will take one of my belts and I will rebelt this dagger so that it is strapped over my heart. Okay. Other than that, uh, the day passes without event. Crython spent his spare time just like whittling away and carving shit out of a rock. Okay, uh, roll a d20. Uh, you can add your proficiency uh, because stone you have cutting. stone cut carving <laughs> yeah. tools. Yeah, uh, seven. <laughs> uh, it's. What? To anyone else right now, it just looks like a lumpy rock. We're, but you know it's coming together. You can see it. Right. Yeah, hey, you carved you... a smaller rock out of that <laughs> rock. I didn't ask for your lip, elf. <laughs> Three-point watch again. Uh, I guess it's my turn to, to get the, the full uh, rest. Enjoy it. All right. Hello. Perception, please, Darren. What do my elf eyes see? Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Uh, uh, bank card, please roll perception. Go Eight. Okay. <laughs> and Krethlin? Oh, I made you a dice box and everything. I know, and I just chucked six. Okay. Um, it's probably a natural 20 if I this, looked at it. This thing is, <laughs> is escaping our notice. <laughs> okay. Then night passes without incident. It is biding its time. <laughs> and like uh, the next day? Do you guys do anything on your travels? Uh, it looks like uh, in the distance, towards the end of the day, you are coming up on a town. Cool. Uh, I'm just uh, particularly more interested in uh, the journal as I'm as I'm reading it on the way. Okay. Um, not so much taking lessons from uh, from Dayrun today. Oh, uh, is a staff a martial weapon? I think it's a simple, simple weapon. A simple weapon. Okay. Sorry, I I have simple weapons too. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's probably one of the weapons I've used in one of my many long years. So can I help him train? With uh, with his staff. Yeah. On horseback. Oh yeah, this is why we're riding, huh? Yeah, yeah. we're riding. Then. I mean, no. you can. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Stop! Dude, stop training! I'm trying to ride this horse. <laughs> stop hitting me with the stick. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Stop! I, I stop think I, 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 I just like keep poking at you. I'm I, like I'm like meditating on this gorgeous dagger, and then every now and again, like I get poked in the ribs with a stick, and I'm like, Crithlin, come on, come on! What are you doing? I chuck my war axe at him at one point, or my hand axe at him at one point, just to see if he can block it. Hey, duck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and so set up camp outside. Like, we didn't quite reach the town, right? We can just see it off in the distance. Uh, dark, no, or? as dusk is uh, coming up, you guys come into town. Oh, cool. All right, let's find a place to stable, maybe have a bed Yeah, a bed, a bed would be nice tonight, <laughs> yeah. Sure. So there's a, there is an inn with uh, stables around the back. Uh, you go in. Cool. Yeah. It's uh, seven silver for the room for the night. Uh, There's only two beds per room, so it'll be 14 silver, please. Okay. And the stabling is actually an an additional three silver, so it will just be a flat uh, flat 20. So two gold, please, thanks. Mr. Treasurer. Take it from the expense account. Use the company (laughs) card. My horse don't need no stable, so... Uh, well, it doesn't disappear unless you recast it. So, I mean, it's your permanent friend until its hit points go down oh. to zero. 
You've you've oh. conjured it. It's it's a real life. Well, it's not real life. I wish I could use magic to make permanent friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, we, company card. Uh, yeah, I uh, swipe it. He put, pays it out of uh, okay the fund, and uh, we all we all rest. Okay, you rest for the evening, and uh, in the morning you wake up nice and early. Uh, uh, is there a market in this town? Where would be a good place to get some information? Maybe if they've seen Anna come through. That's here. a good point. Yeah, uh, uh, we could. I mean, bartenders are always good for that. People coming through. Find town a, yes, let's go find a bartender. That sounds <laughs> great. I'm um, surprised you didn't suggest it earlier. <laughs> to uh, get to your rooms for the evening, uh, there there was like an eatery, common area slash bar downstairs. Is this the only inn in town? How large is this town? Uh, it's it's small. It's only uh, two streets. Cool. Uh, so is this the only inn in town? Uh, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, we're, we're heading north, uh, and we're, we're wondering if uh, the person we're meeting may have uh, headed south earlier and we missed them. Okay. Um, it's a, a uh, I, I described Anna, a half-elf, uh, dark hair, may or may not be wearing uh, dark leathers uh, with daggers everywhere. Oh, I don't know about daggers everywhere, but about a month ago um, I did... Um, we had a, an entire traveling party actually uh, come through. Uh, they uh, they did have a an a half elf, uh, elven half elfin. I don't know. Half elves look the same as elves to me. Um, hey, you're not telling me. Uh, <coughs> you actually know that's like a physical trait of half elves. Oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I guess they do kind of look the same. Uh, to humans, they look like elves. To elves, they look like humans. Wish they and to everyone else, long. they they look like half elves. And uh, she was with a, a, a party, and they actually helped us quite a bit. Uh, one of the boys in town had gone missing, and um, and uh, she helped us. It turned out that he had been bitten by um, one of the uh, raised undead uh, uh, just outside of the city. And, um, and she and uh, the other adventurers actually... Um, they saved them, and uh, the the there had been a apparently a, a a demon of some sort that had infested the church. Um, but uh, then You're they awfully nonchalant about all of this. Well, um, we don't really know what happened to them after that. Uh, they they saved the boy, and and it was amazing. And then the demon and uh, the party disappeared. Um, uh, when you say party, who else was she traveling with? Uh, she was traveling with a gnome and uh, two humans. Uh, I think they were magic wielders. Um, and then uh, a man in a red cape who uh, carried a loot. Interesting. Um, where were they last seen? Where would where did they in they the went church. to go confront the demon mm-hmm. in the church? Uh, can you direct us to that church? Sure. It's actually at the crossroads just down the road. It's abandoned now. Uh, you you came in at night, so uh, maybe you didn't see, but uh, it's a it's a bit dilapidated. Um, we, we, for some reason, we couldn't tell that that was happening. Apparently, it's been happening for years, and we just we never noticed until they noticed. Uh, but but it's safe now. We had the clergy come out, and uh, and uh, it's it's empty. It's been so. consecrated and protected. Uh, yeah. And they were last seen going into the church and not seen again? Yeah, the boy was in and out of it, but uh, he was the last one to see them. May we speak with this boy? Sure, he lives in a farm outside the city. What's or his name? Outside the town. 
Uh, the boy's name, what is it? Oh, uh, uh, Robert. Robert, okay. Mm-hmm. And she gives us, like, general directions to outside of town, like, that way? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very uh, much. Can I get you anything for breakfast? I, I do love breakfast. <laughs> do you have lots of meat? Actually, we have some, uh, goose. Goose? Ooh. I have never had Ooh. goose before. Never had a chance to catch one. <laughs> I'll go, uh, get me a bowl of goose meat. Uh, a bowl? Yeah, uh, if you'd like, I, I, I could help you in the kitchen. If you, if, oh, if no, you no, could no, use I don't hand. want you to travel yourself. The make some fine. mean crawfla. I will, uh, I, I'll just uh, get you some I'll of the roast I'll have the regular goose. serving of goose. Sure, I'll <laughs> just uh, bring you guys out a platter, and, and you can put it in whatever... Eating yeah, implement just bring, you bring like. an empty bowl out. How Thank about you. that? <laughs> All right. So we have some geese. Mm-hmm. Geese. And uh, let's. It's, do we want to go check out the church first and then find this boy? Or? Let's let's get, talk to the boy first and see what he has to say. Maybe maybe we'll bring him with us to the church if he's got if he can like show us around. Good idea. Well, All yeah, right. Let's find Robert. Yep. So uh, you pay your tab, get on your horses. Unless you're going to leave them in the stable. How for far now. away is this farm? It's like a half hour's walk. Yeah, well, let's, let's take the horses. Walk. I might as well ride. Yeah, 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 let's, uh, <laughs> let's horse around. Horse it around. <laughs> God. Okay, uh, so you guys hop on your horses. You head out to the farm, mm-hmm. the berry farm. and knock, knock. Uh, Unless there's people outside. You see a woman uh, picking some of uh, the, the last winter berries of the season off of the bushes um, that are lightly dusted with snow as you ride up. Uh, hello! Setting. Oh, hello! Uh, is there something I can help you with? Uh, yes, we were hoping so. Um, we're, we're trying to locate a friend of ours, and we believe uh, you're... Uh, well, there is a boy here uh, who lives here named Robert who may have, uh, may have come across our friend uh, since we last saw her. Um, Does Robert live here? Yes, he's my son. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. How would he know your friend? Our, our friend, uh, uh, what did what did that supposedly rescued him from uh, the the, the incident church. with the church? Our our friend was involved. Oh, oh, um, yes, of course. Um, she she puts the last of the berries in the like bushel that's on a belt around her mm-hmm. like hips. C- come in, come in, please. Um, I, I never got to thank them, uh, so, pl- yeah, please, uh, would you like some, some tea or some, some nettle wine, maybe? Nettle, nettle wine sounds wine. wonderful. <laughs> I'll have At some last, tea, we agree. <laughs> uh, yes, of course, and uh, as she walks up the, to the porch, she takes off the bushel, she covers it up, walks in, uh, shows you to, like, a, a very small, very modest living area. And she comes back out of the kitchen after you guys settle in uh, with a few cups of nettle wine and some tea. And she hands it to you. Yes, of course. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what can Robert do for you exactly? Uh, we were just wondering if he could illuminate uh, the situation a little bit. Uh, we haven't heard from our friend in some time. and uh, Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. And we were, we were just wanting to know exactly uh, what transpired in the... Uh, in the church, um, that well, that, and since Robert was the closest first-hand account we can get, we believe he was the last to see our friend, and maybe he knows where she is now. Sure, um, I I do have to ask that you're you're quite um, gentle with him. Uh, it was a very traumatic experience. Uh, his arm is a little um, withered, uh, oh, and wow. I, I ask that you don't uh, just be gentle. Of course, he's. he's 
He's a very good boy. Uh, he's, he's changed from how he was. But yes, I'll, I'll absolutely, anything, if, um, if it helps you find the people who helped him. Uh, yeah. And she goes off, and a minute later she comes back with um, a boy who uh, looks about 11, and uh, his uh, arm hangs uh, loosely at, his left arm hangs loosely at his side. It's got the uh, tooth marks, um, in his forearm and on his upper arm, like in his bicep that are, um, like blackened and his arm is, uh, withered and, um, almost like desiccated looking. Okay. Um, yeah, the rest of his body is quite like, you know, like healthy looking. Um, and, uh, which arm is the, uh, left, left, left. left arm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll extend my, my right hand and, and go, uh, Robert, is it? I'm Oberon Delgado. Uh, hello. And I extend my hand to shake his. Uh, he tentatively shakes your hand. As soon as we touch hands, I'm going to cast Identify to see if there's any spells affecting him currently. He's just going to hold his hand for ten minutes. No, no, no. I can cast, <laughs> I can cast it instantaneously. Oh, as, okay. That expends a spell slot. Um, okay. Otherwise, uh, I right. can cast as a ritual for ten minutes. Uh, okay. There's no current spells affecting okay. him. I just wanted to make sure. He wasn't <laughs> cursed or anything. And uh, so I, I shake his hand and, mm-hmm. and go, uh, Robert, we believe you may have uh, met a friend of us, ours a while back. Um, her name was Anna Ravenhelm. Does that, do you know that name? Um, no, but I, my, my mom told me that uh, she's one of the people who uh, helped me. Yeah, dark hair, half-elf woman. Uh, that, that sounds familiar. Um, it's hard to remember it's kind of all fuzzy um but i do I, I do remember um i do remember her i think you're having trouble remembering the uh the events of that night well i was bitten by something um and it i almost died so they tell me and so there there are bits and pieces i remember but um i don't remember everything no Saint Cuthbert couldn't do anything about those bites, could they? Uh, could they vanguard? Oh, I was just waiting for the opportunity. Young man, may I see your arm, please? Uh, oh. Just relax. Okay. Uh, now would this would this be like a lay on hands, or would this be like a cure wounds, or what do what would I need to? Um, you can try uh, either. Okay, well, I'll start with the uh, lay on hands. Sure. Uh, How many health points do you expend? Depends on, like, if I see it working. Like, if it. If so I you want to try for, like, five and then go from yeah. there? Yeah, let's okay. just go for five, see if it starts looking um, better. It, the light seems to resist moving into the arm at all, it stays in your fingertips uh, and is eventually expended. Can I re- roll religion to see if there's anything I can even do for that? Sure. Because I don't want to sit here and use all my spells just to find out that it's too late to do anything. Sure. Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, you recognize these bites as bites of the undead, and once that has uh, taken hold, there's really no bringing it back to life, at least through holy means. Um, maybe ar- something arcane could do something, but uh, your your divine sense uh, can't, can't revive it uh, at no. this point. It's beyond your capabilities. I'm sorry, young man. It was worth a try. 
thank you for trying. I people try. And I uh, I place a hand on his shoulder and I go. You, I've always found that when you're when you're in when you've survived something terrible, you you come out stronger on the other side. And I I have no doubt that you will grow from this in ways that other people could not. You seem like an exceptional young man. So, okay, yeah. So uh, I will I will also, I'll kneel down, come, come down to his level, and it's like, son, it's obvious you've been through a lot, but uh, we just need you to be strong here for uh, for just, just once more. I know you're, I at least hope that you're grateful to the people who, who helped you, uh, helped save you from this, and we're, we think they may be in trouble, and we think you can help save them now. So if you remember anything about the night that you uh, met this band of adventurers, if you remember uh, who they were, where they went, uh, what they saved you from, where they took you, anything. Well, um, I was in the graveyard, and they fought, they fought the, the monsters, and then they took me to the church, but then they left me outside the church because... There was something wrong with it, and they were. She was looking for something, um, but then they couldn't. Some of them couldn't get through. It's really hazy. I can show you where they were looking. Um, and then there was sounds of fighting, and then Oberon, and get out the map. <laughs> I get out the map. Do do <clears throat> we see uh, any markings at the place where we are right now? Yes. It's uh, like a circle. Mm-hmm. Is it um? Is it the 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 forest you had talked about the uh the, the forest that was somewhat near Neverwinter? No. Or? Okay. So is it where this is on the way? Okay. This is a, the, those like those were like big black circles. The, this is like more of a, it's in a different colored ink. Okay. What color? I'm purple. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. Are we talking like a light purple or <laughs> well, like an aubergine, L- kind of lavender, <laughs> <or> like? A, <laughs> Straight I, up purple. <laughs> I'm a, I am impressed with uh, with Enna's drive. It looks like she may have put her own team together to look for one of the stones herself. But I don't know where she is now. If she didn't, do you, Robert, do you remember if the, those people came out of the church? Two of them did. But not the uh, the dark haired half elf woman. No, she didn't come out. And there was a gnome a gnome man who actually he kind of dressed like you. Do you know him? Speaking to Crathlin? Me? Yeah. Was he a mountain dwarf? He was a no, he was a gnome. Gnome, dressed he was, like me. He was like purple. He was like a purple gnome. Uh, would I know anything about this purple gnome, about his origin? No. Well, uh, he must just have good fashion sense, I suppose. <laughs> um, if, and I look uh, to uh, Robert's mother, and I go, if it's not too much to ask, uh, I think we could learn a little bit if... Robert could point us to where he last saw them, and he feels up to that. Um, it could help us a great deal. Can I, Mom, please? <laughs> I want to help. They, I want to be an adventurer just like them when I grow up. Uh-oh. And, uh, and uh, she goes, okay, well, just be careful, honey, and be home by dark. <laughs> if we have anything to say about it, ma'am, he'll be home before dark. <laughs> um, you can ride on Bankard's horse. It talks to him. Whoa! That mm. sounds so cool. Yeah, Is it- it's super cool. <laughs> uh, and so he follows you. Follow you. Oh, I like the gray one. Can I go on the gray one? 
Whoa. Well, you can't go anywhere yet without this. This is a Junior Paladin badge. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, he takes it and he like tries to fumble with it because his other arm oh. doesn't work. I pin it on. Thanks, Mister. That's so nice. I can't well, wait to help you guys. Well, I suppose hop on Stormy with me then. <gasps> cool! <laughs> and he, he raises his arm up so you can I lift just, him like, up. just like yank him up. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> All right, off to the church. Okay. Uh, you takes, you know, the half hour back. And the church is actually pretty uh, run down, um, which you have to go through the other side of town. It's the side that you came in on mm. and... And uh, he's like, I haven't, I haven't actually gone in, but I can show you where she was, or where they were. Please do. Okay. And he looks like a little nervous as he's walking in, and he he points to the uh, back right corner of the room. That's where they were talking to the guy. Which guy? The guy, the like, the like demon guy. Oh. Mm. Uh oh. Did and you I, hear what they said? Do you remember? No, I, it's funny. It was like, I wanted to get away from here, but I couldn't because I was hurt. But then they disappeared, and then I didn't mind being here. Uh, mm. Well, except for that, you know, it hurt because I was hurt. <laughs> but yeah, and so he like walks up, and there's like a circle of um, like onyx-colored stones in the back corner of the church. Do, does this look like anything you've read about? Does it look like anything I've read about? Sure. Roll history. Wait, did you say it was stone? Hold on. <laughs> onyx. It is onyx. Onyx? Yeah. Can I check out that onyx with uh, my history, you said? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 18 for me. Uh, this is a summoning circle. It appears to be a summoning circle. Hmm. I wonder if Anna summoned something that she couldn't handle. And it took her to another plane, perhaps? Maybe. Maybe she was looking for advice that uh, from perhaps... Uh, the wrong sources. Or uh, or it could be whoever was responsible for that undead as well. Right. But uh, we did hear that Enna was working with two magic users. And then she disappeared within this church. And two people came out. Two, the same number of magic users that she was traveling with. I don't know. I'm just speculating at this point. Uh, Krethlin, do these stones uh, speak to your dwarven ways? Uh, 21... Okay, so you know that onyx is um, one of the kinds of stone that has to be handled very carefully because it can be imbued with uh, negative magic. Mm. Uh, not necessarily evil magic, but um, harmful. The magic Bankard doesn't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do I know any particulars about who might use magic like that? Uh, necromancers, arcanists, uh Anybody who's uh, trying to summon something from another plane um, or send something to another plane. Um, it's used for good things, but not nearly so often. Um, mm -hmm. And based on the carvings on these stones, it, it, it was definitely a... Uh, Nefarious purpose? Yes. Uh, I'm going to kick two stones out of the circle and uh, be like, Crethlin, uh you want to do some smashing? <laughs> when do I ever not want to do some smashing? <laughs> Maybe just break. Cool! <laughs> uh, stand back. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is called preventative measures. 
Yeah, so I take out Oh, Bankart's already, like, starting to break up the circle. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, roll your You guys are done roll. with this, right? <laughs> all right, good. I don't think we're going to be using it for anything. Better not to be. 13. Okay. You hit it. Roll damage. 12. You bring your maul down on it. Crash! It splits everywhere. Everybody roll a dex throw? Saving throw? Oops, that was 12. Ooh, yes, thank God. A 13 for Oberon. 13 for me as well. So yeah, 19 for Kreflin. Okay. So um, as you come down on the stone, um, a uh, vortex appears at the center of the circle, and it's, it starts sucking uh, in, uh, sucking you guys in. You guys manage to keep on your feet. Uh, Robert actually sees what you're doing and books it out. Uh, he is out and gone. Oh, good. I was going to throw him out. I <laughs> he rolled a natural 20. Good. Nice. Good for him. Way to go, Robert. He will be an adventurer yet. <laughs> yeah. Is um, that badge I gave him? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the vortex uh, swirls and actually roll perception. Uh, 12. Uh, it's a, a natural 20 for Oberon, so 27. Okay. 11 for Krithlin. 17 from Daren. Okay. Uh, Daren and Oberon see uh, a stone at the center of the vortex. Oh, shit. Like a stone, like one, one of the, of ones the we're stones. Looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have any uh, concept of what might happen to me if I get closer to the vortex that is sucking? Like you say, so like the vortex is sucking us in, but there's a stone sitting in the center of it? Yeah. How like wh- how close would I have to get to be able to reach the stone, or would uh, I have to stand like in the vortex to get it? Uh, so the 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 circle was uh, about four feet in diameter, so it's about two feet in. Uh, you know, it's at the center of where the circle was mm-hmm. before you remove the stone, so you wouldn't have to step in, but you would have to get pretty close. Uh, uh, I shout, uh, someone toss me a rope. Uh, I I, ta- I dig a rope out of my pack, and I also um, I drive one of my daggers, not the nice one. I drive one of my daggers into the ground and hold on to it, and I like reach my hand out so that he can also hold on t- to me if he needs to. Okay, uh, and so I tie the rope around my waist and toss it to Kreflin and Bankard to hold on to. Okay, and yep. I use my war pick to like hang into the wall. Okay, and I uh, start as quickly yet gingerly as possible, like, you know, tr- tr- like minding everywhere I step and, and reaching out towards the stone. Um, but I was asking, uh, do I have any concept of what would happen if I were to touch the vortex what, with my readings and arcana and all that? Roll common sense. No, roll arcana. <laughs> Control. Uh, you go to hell forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's something along those lines. Um, that is an 18. Okay, you don't know exactly where it's gonna take you. It's not gonna take you anywhere nice. But I shouldn't <laughs> touch the vortex. Is the you main you don't want to be fully enveloped in the court okay. in the vortex. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I I reach out uh, as soon as I I as I like I plant my feet, holding onto the rope, holding on uh, with my arm extended all the way to hold on to uh, um, Dayrun at the same time. Okay. Um, I'm going to reach out. And grab the stone. Okay, roll a strength check for me. Fuck me. <laughs> Darren as well. That's no good. Oh, that's not bad. 18? 
Okay. And 12. Okay, you manage to keep a hold of Daren, and Daren kind of manages to keep a hold of you. <laughs> Dig Slip! <laughs> With both Bankard and Crethlin holding on, um, you are able to not slide forward and be sucked in. Bankard is Ankard. <laughs> I uh, hey. need uh, you to roll another strength check. Okay. Um, Oberon. Um, all right. Eh, no thanks. <laughs> that is a two. Uh, so you manage to grasp onto the stone, mm-hmm. but you can't seem to pull it out. I, I turn back to them and I go, pull! We pull! We pull. <laughs> I pull. Everybody roll strength. Me as well? Yeah. Do I roll with any sort of assistance from them? Or nope, just, just, just everybody up? roll. Okay. Bank card 17. Mm-hmm. Another two for Oberon. Natural 20 for 25. Okay. And a 10 from good old Darren. <laughs> Okay. Had, to be, had to be strength. Yeah. Couldn't, it couldn't have been uh, wisdom or intellect save. Nope. No. <laughs> uh, it's just wedged in there real tight. <laughs> so uh, as you pull, as you as you pull, you're able to pull Oberon and the stone uh, out of the circle, um, which intensifies the vortex. Everybody roll another deck save. Shit. 16 go. for Oberon. Uh, 26 for Darren. Hey, 17 for Bankard. 14 for Crethlin. Okay. No, I'm sorry, 13 for Crethlin. Okay, so everyone manages to keep their feet except for Crethlin, who uh, falls prone and is sucked five feet towards the vortex. Do you try and... I, I, I oh. leap onto Crethlin. I have a rope tied around me. Yeah, and I'm still holding on to Oberon, so we're all just, like, huddled. <laughs> all right, um... And so I'll, and once they do that, I try to reel them away from the portal. Okay. Just like by Little yourself. Strength. Just Bankard? Just Bankard. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Natural 20 for yeah! 25. <laughs> okay, you manage to pull them out of to the edge of the, you know, like the the edge of the vortex, uh, which still seems to be growing. You, you manage to stand up. Um, what do you do now? Do I have uh, any idea how to stop this thing from growing in strength? Roll Arcana. Uh, I rolled a 15. This is something that started that you don't know how to stop. Okay. Uh, so I guess we um, back away. Do we want to like yell to the, like, the townsfolk? I mean, we got to let the townsfolk know <laughs> that something horrible is happening here. Uh, I... So oh, the stones shit. were a little bit scattered, right? What? The stones that that made this circle were a little bit scattered, uh, right? Two of them were pushed out of the circle, mm-hmm. and uh, one of those was destroyed. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I just did what you told me to do, so yeah. I, I made a bad. <laughs> um, so do you guys move out of the church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wait, were we in the church? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was inside the church. Yeah. I see. Do I, do I know that anything about if you destroy all of the... I guess we can't... It doesn't matter now because we can't get close enough to them. Uh, uh, as we back away and be like, wait, do we think that's where Enna is? Uh, and as you say that, uh, it starts to suck the church in. Um, and uh, then there's a giant... Uh, statue of Bahamut uh, that uh, is Uh-oh. sucked into the vortex and as it is uh, it sort of uh, collapses in on itself uh, and expands everybody roll a dex check hmm. uh, with my danger sense yes hmm. uh, 7 for 12 uh, 23 20 for 22 
but that's not true. Bankard's got 12. So Bankard, uh, as this explosion happens, Bankard and uh, Oberon are knocked onto their back and take uh, 10 force damage. Ow. Um, <laughs> and uh, then uh, it is all calm. The uh, church is completely destroyed. There's basically only a foundation. Uh, nothing is left except for, you know, rubble. And, uh, and the vortex has and the vortex dissipated has, the explosion. Yep. Uh, wow, that was so cool! <laughs> I stand up probably with like a gash on my face or something. I look around like, yeah, that's just, you know, another day in the adventure in life, kid. Wow, that's so much more fun than we berry knew, picking. We knew exactly what we were doing. You guys are time. so cool. Is this by any chance similar to what happened the last time? He stops for a second. No, I would have remembered that. <laughs> it was more like a shimmer. Mm. You want to see something cool? Yeah. I put my hand on uh, Oberon's face and heal his 10 points of damage. Yay. Hey. Wow, do the same your thing fingers glow? <sighs> you guys are so cool. That was amazing. <laughs> that was totally wicked. And yeah, I, uh, don't try this at home, kid. This is home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't tell your mother this. <laughs> oh, is it like an adventurer's code? Yeah, it's an yeah, adventuring you never tell your mother. secret. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, that's a pretty good rule, honestly. Yeah, never tell your mother. <laughs> so let's uh, let's uh, get Robert home. Thank you so much for showing us. Yeah, that was... Wait, Am I not allowed to tell my friends either? Oh, you can tell your friends. <laughs> tell all of your friends. Cool, that's so awesome. I can't wait. Man, they're never going to believe me. You, like, lift them up on the horse. You guys are so cool. Right I love off. it. And I have a badge, and it's amazing, <laughs> and his hands glow. You were like, what? And then you were like, pulling, <laughs> and it was so cool. And he goes on the entire ride. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm like, never tell your mother. If not a good band name, it would at least make a good motto. <laughs> <laughs> um, on is it ten minutes to the ride? The ride there ish. Can I use identify as a ritual to hear the hum of this stone? <laughs> sure, it's a different pitch. What right, pitch is it? Nothing, nothing new or different about the stone. Yep, elvish that makes no sense. Dwarvish that makes no sense. And, and uh, a hum, yeah. something like this. Yep. Yep. Finally, you have one of your own. Yeah. Well, I had one. Me yeah. Now one. you have two. What? Now like I have me. two. Darren and I both have two. You have one of bank. Oh shit. One. Well, I gotta catch up. Uh, ooh, so you ooh, drop ooh. him off, and he's like, "Bye, guys. I can't wait to hang out with you tomorrow. It's gonna be so much fun." Uh, we may not be around tomorrow. Oh, don't dash the lad's hopes. It's I'm more just... mysterious if we just disappeared. Mm. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't, I'll tell all my friends about you guys. It'll be so cool. I, but I won't tell my mom. I promise. Good. Good and uh, remember the name Oberon Delgado. Yeah, Oberon Delgado. Oberon Delgado. <laughs> Spread the tale. And okay, more importantly, cool. remember the name of St. Cuthbert. All right, let's go. <laughs> I put my arm around him. Uh, praise be unto him. <laughs> all right. So it's about midday by the time all of this ends. Did anyone at the town notice the uh, explosion or anything? No, no like big deal. That? Uh, <laughs> The the end, um, all of the homes around it were, uh, like, abandoned. Um, 
you get the sense that for the long years that it was uh, infested with the evil, it sort of drove everyone out away out to the newer part of town. Gotcha. So there's only two streets, but um, there's like an area. They, I'm sure, like they heard it, but uh, it's not like they came out to inspect or anything. It was a little. So we have six of the twelve stones now, right? We're halfway there. Halfway there. Now I just, I just don't know. If Enna went in here and she didn't come out, that must mean she must have taken the other exit. It asked this portal here. Is Do you think we should follow her? I'm not sure. I'm not sure she went into that portal. That seemed like less of a controlled uh, event, what just happened. Unless she knew where it would transport her. True, but even then... I don't like going on a leap of faith. Especially into wherever it would take us. Well, if we look at the map, what else is circled in this purple ink? Just this time? Uh, and oh, oh, purple, purple ink specifically, in the same color ink. I get what you're asking. Um, and there are, th- there are two others. They are not very close to here. Um, one's in a town uh, south of Waterdeep, uh... Uh, in between Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate, uh, on the high road, just below uh, uh, the halfway point. And then there's one just outside of Silvery Moon, which is, you know, to the east, which is a, an elven stronghold uh, in the north. And there's only those two. Dragon Spear Castle, just south of Dragon Spear Castle. <laughs> That's the, the halfway That's point the between. That's the first one, yeah. Okay. You already said none of these locations you went with Bryn already. No. I think the the ones there are ones with X's on them where uh, mm-hmm. where we already got the stone from. I uh, I reach into my diplomat's pack. Do I have some purple ink so I can cross off? Uh... You have red ink and blue ink. You could make purple. Cool. I make some purple ink and I cross off uh, this, this circle. Okay. So uh, what's next? Do we want to continue on to Neverwinter? Or I don't. I don't know if this was the last place Enna was seen. I don't know where we go from there. I mean, we could traverse towards one of these other locations that are circled. Um, it was a different color ink that uh, was the forest outside of Neverwinter, right? Yes, which is in between here and Silvery Moon. Oh well, then perhaps we skirt by that location, and then. Uh, go towards the the circle on Silvery Moon. I I'm not happy about it, but it is our most certain course of action. Plus, it's just a joy to be on the road. It is, uh, in fact. I just I made a promise that I would keep Anna safe. Uh, not knowing where she is, well, it bothers me. I'm not a man to not keep my word. We might find her yet, but uh, we will that, find her. That doorway is closed. Well, I'm not looking to open it again. That's for sure. All right, let's keep going north. Okay, so um, you guys have all your pack and all your stuff with you already, so you just head north out of town, past the church, or no, past the uh, farm where you dropped off Robert, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. and um, you make camp that evening. I'll uh, I'll stay up and do watch. I'll take second. I'll stay up. Oh, he goes first. I'll so take yes, uh, second, third. Third. I'll take something. You get to sleep again, Bankard. You oh, done good. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, perception. 
20. Uh, okay. And now for my watch, Oberon? Yep. <clears throat> 15. Okay. Craftsman? That failed. Failed. It's a failure. Okay. Na- natural one. Uh, you wake up, start watch, and go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing seems to happen overnight. And, uh, I keep working on my thing, though. Can I roll for that? Yeah, definitely. And I'm hanging out with that dagger. Okay. Me and that dagger are bonding. So uh, this is your second day? I so believe I so. Uh, so you have yeah. become attuned to the dagger and can utilize it. Hells yeah. And that is a 20 for Crethlin's roll. Okay. Uh, Unnatural. At 17 plus Okay. Three. So um, it looks uh, like... Not so much an abstract version, but maybe a, an impressionist <laughs> version of uh, whatever you're trying to uh, cool. carve. What are you trying to carve? It almost looks like a nose, but if oh. you look at it this way... <laughs> You'll see it when it's finished. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I can. <laughs> it looks like a turtle. Is it a turtle? You'll see it when it's finished. <laughs> you can't rush art, guys. <laughs> I think it's a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you head north through the mountains. Um, It's cold. Everybody roll constitution for me, please. Oh, no. 10? 20 for Oberon. 15 for Creflin. 19, Darren. Okay. Uh, Even though it's cold, you guys came prepared. It is winter, so uh, you're, uh, you're okay. As are your horses. Um, yeah, so you travel through the day and uh, you make camp for the evening and uh, set up watch. Mm-hmm. I think it's your turn to sleep. I'll, I'll sleep, yeah. Okay. I'll take first watch while second watch. Perceptions? Yep, please. Mm, 14. Mm. Uh, 23. Okay. Six. Okay. Um, nothing seems to happen. Three. Um, the night is uneventful, and uh, that is, as you wake up in the morning, that is where we will leave off for Mm. the day. See you guys next week. Maybe. Uh, If we're not killed in our sleep. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons & Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast, LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.